Hello, folks, and welcome to the Today Show Detroit. I'm Zach Damon. We have a great show for you today as Lori Hill Sanders, the executive director of Disability Network, Detroit Wayne County, joins us. Lori, welcome. How are you? Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. It is a pleasure. I mean, if you don't mind, I'd like to jump right in because you just have an amazing background and an amazing story. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. You're a native of Detroit and a graduate of Wayne State University with a bachelor's of sciences and a master's of arts degree in guidance and counseling. So I was curious, Lori, being a native of the great city of Detroit, what is something about Detroit that you love? What I love about it now is the rebirth of Detroit. Um, It's like a renaissance right now. And um, I never left Detroit. I I stayed in Detroit. And I'm just happy to be a part of that rebirth and happy to um, provide the leadership of the Disability Network, which is in Detroit and Wayne County. Oh, wonderful. And, you know, and I agree with you. I mean, there's so much character in the city. And then you have, obviously, the Motor City. But then, of course, let's not forget the great music of Motown. So wonderful, wonderful stuff. Lori, you began your career as the director of a daycare program where you developed and implemented and directed the Head Start program and after-school enrichment programs. So I'm curious, you know, when did you first realize that you had a strong passion for the development, the implementation, and the supervision of early childhood development programs? That started very early. Uh, My mother was actually a foster parent, Mm -hmm. and I assisted her with um, taking the youths to their therapy appointments, um, going to school to assist with various different issues. And my mom actually had kids that had special needs. So there's always been that passion. There's always been that I've been surrounded and immersed in working with people with special needs, even young, um, throughout my entire life. Absolutely. So you're impacted, you know, by the special needs community uh, very early on, it seems. Uh, You know, and and again, I mean, it sounds like such an amazing experience. I mean, when you were younger, was that eye-opening to you? No, it seemed very natural, very normal, and just a part of just something I had a passion to do and to always assist with. Absolutely. So you currently are the executive director of the Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, where you experience uh, and help with peer support and combine to deliver services. So I'm curious, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about the mission and vision because I think it's very important. So the Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, they promote and connect and educate people with disabilities while providing them with resources and advocacy for social change. And I wanted to talk about the vision statement and mission because again, I think this is extremely important. But your vision is to quote, have a community that values disability as human diversity, free of any additional barriers where all people benefit with full access and inclusion. But I'm curious, Lori, why is this vision important to you? 
Well, here's the first thing, you know, we are also a center for independent living. And what makes that so even more unique is that when you talk about a SEAL, you're talking about an organization that is operated and designed by people with disabilities, serving individuals of all types of disabilities. So that's what makes it just the connectedness there, because that's where the peer support comes in, because you're truly able to service people when there is a true relationship between the two. Mm, absolutely. And I mean, you know, you bring up a great point too in, in developing that relationship. And, you know, I've went to the uh, Center for Independent Living where I am. And, you know, let me tell you, it really is in a lot of ways a home away from home uh, for people with disabilities in terms of uh, the resources, not only just uh, socially or being able to do different activities, but also, you know, teaching individuals great uh, resources professionally in terms of, you know, soft skills for job interviews, uh, resume building, uh, things like that. And that's also one of the things that, you know, I pride the disability uh, channel with as well, you know, in terms of fostering employment and doing great things. So yeah, absolutely. And these centers do a wonderful job. I mean, have you noticed, have there been uh, a lot of great uh, successes coming out of uh, your center? And have you been able to see uh, individuals uh, with disabilities who have gone on and flourished and done well uh, in terms of employment and things like that? Absolutely. And, and one of the key things that we're currently um, developing and expanding in terms of our employment and training is um, business development. And that is where we have a business development person who is actually out in the community building the relationships with the employers. You're organizations, your businesses, your large corporations, your mom-pa businesses. And this is really a very unique time for us to have launched that program because right now the workforce is suffering. It is so difficult for businesses, corporations to even find employees to work within their organizations. So this was like a no-brainer time to take the opportunity to build those relationships with those employers so that we, by providing that employment and training and soft skills, knowing that you have a pool of individuals, then it seemed just a no-brainer to be able to connect those, those businesses and, and those opportunities so that there was a direct connect. So I wanted it to be a program that was helping the business community as well as the consumers that we serve in the community as well. Oh, and I love it because business <laughs> is a backbone, uh, you know, yes. of our economy and, and of our country, you know, uh, America uh, and the grassroots that we have, you know, uh, in my opinion, was built off of entrepreneurship, was built off of, you know, business and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, again, uh, I couldn't agree more. And I think that that's a great service. And you bring up a great point. I mean, you know, individuals with disabilities can work, they can be great employees, and they can even be great, uh, you know, CEOs and corporate executives of companies, uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, there's a lot of great jobs out there, a lot of great opportunity. And Lori, you're doing great work in, in, in fostering that opportunity. So again, thank you um, for that. So Lori, you know, you've touched on a lot of great points, but I'm really curious for all the little boys and girls out there, the, the young people watching, uh, what, you know, hoping to be their best, uh, 
uh, you know, what advice uh, do you have for them? No, um, dedication and commitment and having the opportunity to meet um, my greatest inspiration and influence for me, um, having um, a, a degree in psychology and a master's in guidance and counseling, I never knew that um, that's this is the road that I would have gone. Or, or but you know, having different mentors and people, individuals that supported me, um, that was key. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Would you like to donate to our employment programs? Please follow the link below to donate through PayPal. All proceeds go to our program. Hi, my name is Julia Romaldi. Please come join us on the Disability Channel. Please stay tuned, we have amazing guests. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Today Show Detroit right here on the Disability Channel. I am Zach Damon. I am here with Lori Hill Sanders, the Executive Director of the Disability Network, Wayne County, Detroit. So excited to have you here, Lori. And you know, right before the break, you brought up a very interesting point. Uh, the point about mentorship uh, and how important mentorship is in early development, but also in early career settings for those with disabilities. So for those that aren't sure, I mean, how do they go about getting a mentor? You know, we currently have um, a transition program where we work with youth, um, transitioning them out of high school into adulthood, um, helping to, them to seek different career pathways. I would say that, you know, within our transition program, that is a way that we um, mentor and guide and, 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 and lead our youth um, to help them um, further seek and explore careers that they may be a really good fit for. I, I think that um, having those opportunities and truly finding out what individuals' likes and dislikes are, uh, what, they're, what they're naturally attracted to. There's nothing worse than a person who does not enjoy working with people. They rather work with, with computers or, you know, you want to make sure that you find out what people's passions are, what their likes are, and this really connect them to those opportunities and mentor them so that they can um, connect and bridge those, those careers and things so that they can go on and be successful. Oh, absolutely. And of course, you know, uh, Disability Network, Wayne County, Detroit does that with all of your uh, great programs and, you know, all of the great things you guys are doing. Now, I'm curious because, of course, it's a big topic uh, of mm -hmm. discussion now uh, because, you know, we're still going through it in some ways. But how did you adjust, right? Because so many programs are in person or you want them to come uh, to the center and be engaged and you want them to have uh, you know, that in-person experience or that social experience. But how did Disability Network Wayne County Detroit, how did you guys sort of adjust uh, to the pandemic? You know, what we immediately had to do, we had to, my staff had to go home and work remotely. I'm going to say it was really a trial and error for maybe the first 30 days. But I can honestly say by 
April, mid-April, going into May, we had really figured out what we needed to do. You know, we knew that it was very important to work virtually and everything that we did, we established a platform virtually so that we were able to carry out those services for our consumers via telephone, via um, laptops, computers, um, various different Zoom or conference platforms. So we had to go virtually and it took adjustments. Um, you know, it took a different way of doing things. It, it involved a lot of creativity and a lot of innovation, but you know, we're moving back into things being open. There are certain things that we adopted and conformed to during the pandemic that we will continue to do. So the services, as we move back to providing face-to-face -face services for our consumers, we will still allow them the opportunity to um, have services virtually because we found, believe it or not, that we were still able to make a strong impact within the community even through that pandemic, you know, we had to develop different programming in terms of um, food distributions, partnering with other organizations to provide COVID testing, um, partnering to be able to, to be a part of doing the vaccinations. But we just had to be very creative and innovative and find out what that need was for our consumers. And we designed programs. We actually have a mobile market to you that came out of food distributions that we had to do. Because if, if you know, early on, um, people, a lot of people with disabilities were homebound. Those were the individuals that were not able, if they've tested positive with COVID, they weren't able to go to food banks. It wasn't really being highly recommended that they even be out in the community going to the supermarket. So we had to put, you know, um, energy together, ideas, energy, resources, more importantly, to make sure that food and meals were being delivered um, to homes to our consumers in the community. So uh, just what it did, it, 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 made, uh, it made us a change agent in terms of meeting the needs and meeting the needs in a different kind of way. We just had to do it differently. Well, absolutely. And I mean, uh, again, with the mobile market to you, uh, so important because I was going to talk about that as well uh, from others that I know and from my experience, just sometimes how difficult transit can be, not just to get to the supermarket to get adequate nutrition, uh, but also for different resources. And so the fact that you guys were able to adjust uh, to get everyone who uh, you know needed it, uh, that the opportunity to go virtual so that they didn't have to navigate uh, to get all the way across town. Uh, just amazing. Just amazing. And, you know, and I think, again, you know, you, you brought up a great point, too, about uh, just, again, the, the differences in, you know, how most people look at transit or getting around and, and how that can affect things. And I found it interesting that you said that you still found a very strong uh, uh, activity. Uh, and a very strong involvement even when you went virtual. Now, uh, you said going forward, you will offer sort of hybrid programs then. So that means that if individuals still cannot make it uh, to your center, that you'll still be able to offer that online, correct? Absolutely. And you know, when I look at the numbers, when I look at the numbers of individuals that are fully vaccinated where I'm at, it's not very high. 
Um, so that means that, you know, this pandemic has not gone anywhere, um, that, that people are still at the same level of risk, um, a little less, maybe 50% less when you see that your numbers are only 57% of your state being fully vaccinated. So we're 50% less likely, but because of the numbers, it is still very important to maintain the remote operations. We're even continuing a hybrid in terms of how our staffing will be coming back. Um, it has really changed the direction of our service delivery. And because I don't feel that we're all the way there, meaning that I don't feel that COVID has, is gone. I feel that we're still at risk and we still have to take precautions. I'm still going to make sure that this, the Disability Network offers and continues to offer those remote platforms that we developed during the pandemic. Wonderful. And again, a great service that you're offering. Folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll have more with Lori Hill Sanders after this. All about inclusion and really giving everyone a fair say. Welcome to the Today Show. This is our flagship show. I am Unstoppable Tracy. I am Zach Damon. It is a pleasure to be here. I am excited. What is up? We have a great show today. Jay Stoyan here for the Disability Channel, the world's only inclusive channel for and by persons with disabilities. Get ready to be inspired, everyone. We have people watching from all over the world, but also all over Ontario. We also take a concerted attention in the veterans community. In moments of stress and trauma, we can get a hold of ourselves. To help make a difference for people with disabilities, to show people how to love themselves or their disability. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me, giving this platform for myself and other people with disabilities. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us for this episode of the Disability Channel of Detroit. Please tune in next time. on the Disability Channel. I am Zach Damon here with the Executive Director of Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, Lori Hill Sanders. And Lori, just for the break, again, you talked about, you know, how important it was uh, to keep those remote options uh, available uh, for those with disabilities because, of course, you know, in Detroit, not everyone has still had access uh, to appropriate, um, you know, vaccination uh, and things like that. You know, in your opinion, though, do you hope that that will improve in the city? Is it more again? Is it more access or is it more decision making? I'm going to be 100% um, honest with you. Um, you know, the Disability Network, we have provided outreach activities that involved mobile vaccinated vaccination units um, coming to different areas, different areas that we felt were more challenged than others where that need was there. Um, and the numbers that I have expected to to come out to receive the vaccinations have not been where um, 
I thought they would be, which is a little surprising to me. So that just lets me know that um, within the community that there is a, a, a true responsibility in providing that education and in, in having um, professionals, um, professional panelists um, on our platforms to continue to educate people in the community. Although I also want to say it is a choice, but I want to make sure that the information is always there and that vaccinations are always accessible to individuals in the community that want to be able to have access to taking the vaccination. Oh, absolutely. And of course it is a choice. You know, no one is forced to do this. You know, we live in a great uh, society where, you know, we have uh, the choice to use certain resources. So you currently are the executive director of the Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, where you experience uh, and help with peer support and combine to deliver services. So I'm curious, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about the mission and vision because I think it's very important. So the Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, they promote and connect and educate people with disabilities while providing them with resources and advocacy for social change. And I wanted to talk about the vision statement and mission because, again, I think this is extremely important. But your vision is to, quote, have a community that values disability as human diversity, free of any additional barriers where all people benefit with full access and inclusion. But I'm curious, Lori, why is this vision important to you? Well, you know, let me just say this to you. Um, moving forward, because of COVID, uh, we've divide, designed and developed a lot of services that can be mobile now. And we've been able to have resources that will allow us um, to do more mobile kinds of services. Let me just say this, you know, transportation has always been a barrier for individuals with disabilities. So having the resources available now, um, one piece being the mobile market to you, we will be expanding that service. Um, we will be developing mobile business centers and computer labs. So, you know, I'm really focusing a lot of my attention right now in how to be able to bring the service to the compute to the to the consumer and bring the service to the consumer in a large area. So really focusing on uh, mobile units, uh, mobile computer labs, business centers, uh, mobile rec centers, where we can actually take the, the services to individuals in the, in the community. And that's one of the things that I can say that COVID um, has done. It has made me think of a different way of doing business, delivering business, delivering services to our consumers. And I'm feeling really good about that. And I'm being, I'm really happy and excited to be able to launch a lot of these new initiatives that have come out of COVID-19. Oh my gosh. I mean, I think so as well. I mean, you are on the cutting edge and I think, you know, just in my experience only, uh, you know, I think uh, the disability community is uh, should always be on the forefront of thought uh, because we're innovators, right? 
we are forced to think outside the box and in a yeah. good way, folks, it is not a negative thing. We must embrace thinking outside the box in a good way, being innovators and pressing forward. And so again, amazing work that you're doing, Lori, and I really appreciate it. And folks, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll have more with Lori Hill Sanders. Hi, this is Dave Stevens with the Disability Channel. An inability to break out. I'm sitting by the door on the second floor. Losing my seven-year war. It's not an illusion, so why the exclusion? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's about you. So. Joining me and uh, welcome to this beautiful Travelers Championship. I only want one accolade from you. So my story is unique. It's amazing. But it's not anything that you guys don't have inside of you. I'm not a hero. I'm not anybody special. I'm just this guy without legs and went out. And I just did it. the Democrats. The diplomats and the bureaucrats. This is probably your first interview down on the ground on your butt and stuff like first that? First time ever, All baby. All right. Stay with us and the Disability Channel. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Today Show Detroit. I am Zach Damon. I would like to thank Lori Hill Sanders, the executive director of Disability Network Wayne County, Detroit, for joining us. And folks, for more information about the Disability Channel and our services and our media training and employment programs, please feel feel free to visit thedisabilitychannel.ca. And of course, don't forget to follow us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and wherever the Disability Channel can be found. I'm Zach Damon, and thank you for watching the Today Show Detroit. We'll see you next time.